Welcome to Zaslow Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna John Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. Welcome, Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Wednesday, 28th of February. Good to have you aboard, part of the Believe Podcast Network, presented as always by Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-3-800-747-3733. So glad to have you here with us, right smack in the middle of the week. We got the NFL Combine going on, all the teams are talking, maybe wheeling and dealing. Franchise tax, you get a tag, you get a tag, you get a tag. Everyone out there is getting a tag. We got the NBA, college basketball, Heat and Panthers last night, some double dip action. Great chance for me to tell you guys how Bet Online continues to be your number one source for all your wagering needs. That includes pro and college hoops with up to the minute odds, stats, and trends. You can follow your favorite team's path to the playoffs with in game live betting. Contests and all the best player props. Experience the world's best, excuse me, best wagering platform anytime from your desktop or your mobile devices. Head to Bet Online today. Become part of the team. Remember to use promo code Believe for your fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online. The game starts here. So got off to a little bit of a later start today. I hope you guys understand. We did game night on ESPN Radio last night it's until one a.m. But Last night was a fun night. Had all the NBA action going on. A lot of stuff to get to there. Had the college basketball action. Some stuff to get to there. So, got it going a little bit late today. We're back on ESPN Radio tonight, 7 to 10 p.m. With my girl Amber Wilson. So, we're hosting Amber and Ian tonight, 7 to 10 p.m. Sirius XM Channel 80, the ESPN app. Or locally on FM 106.3 FM West Palm. So, check it out tonight. Amber and me will be on tonight, ESPN Radio, from 7 to 10 p.m. This is a good opportunity. Let's get to what happened last night. All right, so that's how we like to start the shows off these days when we got things to, to get, get after from the previous night. Maybe you would have missed it. Let's get to what happened last night. We'll start with a couple college basketball games. Number 16, Kentucky, survives. 
against Mississippi State, 91-89. to Crazy finish. Mississippi State hit a three. Then with no timeouts remaining, Kentucky goes full court. Reed Shepard, who at 32, hits a runner from the free throw line right before the buzzer. Kentucky wins number 16. Kentucky survives. But most importantly, that meant that no one rushed the floor because Kentucky, they're the ranked team, and it was on the road, so everybody was able to stay safe, even though Mississippi State was favored in the game. So technically, the underdog, Kentucky, won, but that doesn't stop the fans because Wake Forest the other night, when they beat number eight Duke, they were a two and a half point favorite. Everybody still ran and stormed on the court. Now I do understand, look, part of the craze or all the the, the takes around the storm in the court has to do with, it's a little bit of a slow period going on right now. The NFL just ended recently. This is kind of a slow period. Would we have been spending so much time on storming the court if it happened back in uh, November? No. No, we wouldn't. But here's the thing. When you storm the court, you it's lost all meaning. You used to have to be like a mid-major program who beats like the number one or number two team in the country and you're like a 20-point underdog. You weren't a couple-point underdog, let alone, like Wake Forest the other day, a two-and-a-half-point favorite. You were like a 20-point underdog. That's when you storm the court. It's not about, you know, you could talk about the pageantry when it comes to storming the court. That pageantry was lost a long time ago when you stormed the court for any old reason. There's no more pageantry to it. Also, last night, number seven, Kansas goes down at home, 76-68 to BYU, a game that they led at halftime. They had won 19 straight down in Fieldhouse. They lose last night. BYU gets the win. The NBA, all right. The Pistons beat the Bulls last night, 105-95. Why am I even mentioning that? Who the fuck cares about the Pistons? Well, because the Warriors, in Chris Paul's return to D.C., the Warriors last night beat the Wizards 123-112. to So the reason I bring those two games up, for all the talk all year, deservedly so, about how terrible the Detroit Pistons are, at 9-49, the Pistons, because of their win and the Wizards' loss, are no longer in sole possession of first-place reverse standings. That's right. The Washington Wizards are now tied with the Detroit Pistons atop first-place reverse standings. So all the talk about how awful the Pistons are, the Wizards are just as hopeless. And finally, the story of the night last night in the NBA. So I'm getting started. We, I'll let you behind the curtain a little bit. When, when I'm doing ESPN radio, like last night, doing game night, we connect at around... We, we connect... I connect with the studio in Bristol about an hour before we start. So 9 p.m. last night. And I'm watching. I got the Panther game on here in the Zaslow Mansion. Uh, uh, Zaslow Mansion Studios in the, in, in the master bedroom. And not sure why I couldn't spit that out. And I'm doing the show last night with Emmett Golden. Emmett Golden is, is a regular on game night. He normally does three nights a week with Q Myers. I normally do one night a week with Q Myers. And Emmett's based out of Cleveland. Big Cleveland guy. Loves all the Cleveland teams. Loves the Cleveland Cavaliers. So he's watching the game there where he is. I'm following along. The Cavs are down by 10. At home, the Mavericks. Cavs are down by 10 
with about four minutes to go. And he says, ah, game's over. And I'm, a- I'm actually thinking myself, like, four minutes is a long time in the NBA, you know? What winds up happening over the next few minutes, Max Struess, who we love, of course. Max Struess, including the final play here, hit five for five threes in the final couple minutes of the game to bring the Cavaliers back. But here, listen to the call. The Cavs are up by one. The Mavs are inbounding, side out, with only seconds remaining. Listen to this wild sequence. Leave it to inbound, just to the left of the Cavs bench. All we need Leave is a deflection. Pass deflected by Mobley, but grabbed by Doncic. Doncic bounced underneath the PJ, and he laid it in with 2.6 to go. Cavs out of timeout. Struess into Mobley. Back to Max. Half-court shot. Good! Good! He hit it! Cavs win! This place is going crazy! One of the wild finishes you will ever see in an NBA game. So P.J. Washington gets the layup. Seconds remaining. Cavaliers have no timeouts left. They inbound it. Mobley uh, uh, tossed it right back to Struess. Now, when I saw on ESPN.com and I'm following the play-by-play and it says Struess at the buzzer, three-pointer, 42 feet. I'm like, wow, that's a really long three. 42 feet? This was 60 feet. 42 feet is like from the top of the logo. This was from the other side of the logo in the backcourt. Chucks it up. Nothing but net. Place goes crazy. You love that if you're a Heat fan for Max Drews. And let me tell you about Max Drews. Because I even said to Emmett, I was like, you got, I, I said before the end of the game, do you like Strews? How's he been for you guys? And he does like him. And yeah, of course, look, you sp- even, you could sprinkle a little Heat culture even on the Cleveland Cavaliers and good things can wind up happening. You see what, in a place like Cleveland, all you need is a little bit of heat culture. I mean, obviously, we know that with 2016 LeBron. Even a place like Cleveland and Max Struess, sprinkle a little heat culture. Good things are going to happen. So it's important to note, though, there are so many guys who come through the heat system. And, and Struess is one of those guys. But even guys like Gabe Vincent, guys like Kendrick Nunn, guys like Tyler Johnson, uh, guys who... Are, are undrafted, the Heat makes something out of them, and then they go somewhere else, and they flop. Because it's about the Heat. Max Struess. And it's funny because, like, the Belichick coaching tree is like that, right? Where teams want to hire the Belichick assistants, the coordinators, and then they go somewhere else like, yeah, without Belichick, you guys suck. They always flop. And that's pretty common with the Heat guys. The guys the Heat develop, and then you sign them, and they kind of end up flopping. Max Struess looks like the exception. Max Struess has had a very good season for Cleveland. He's been worth their signing. He starts for them, and they're second best in the Eastern Conference. Max Struess, it's rare that the Heat culture guy who they find and they turn into a good player, it's rare that guy succeeds outside of Miami. Max Struess looks like one of those guys who is going to succeed outside of Miami. Good for him. Excellent signing, obviously, by the Cavaliers. And you love to see that for Struess. Man, amazing finish. So that right there is a bit of what happened last night. Now we get to your favorite little basketball team, 
the Miami Heat. Now, before we get to the Heat, guys, you know I slept great last night. Not just because I got done with ESPN Radio at 1 a.m., but I I gotta wind down. I can't fall asleep right away. You know what helps me? Sheets and giggles. That's right. I got the softest, coolest, most breathable sheets out there that anytime I lie down in the bed in the Zaslow Mansion master bedroom, right there, that's where the magic happens. Just a few feet from right here. Oh, I'm out. I'm out. I got. I sleep on a eucalyptus pillow. I got the eucalyptus comforter. I got the bed sheets, the comforter, the fitted sheets, the blanket. If you're in need of a new mattress, if you use promo code Zazlow at checkout, you're going to get 20% off your first order at SheetsGiggles.com. A, u- a brand new eucalyptus mattress, which by the way, my man Colin, the founder and CEO of Sheets and Giggles, he's made it so not only we get the best sleep of our lives, but it's environmentally friendly, made from the wood of eucalyptus trees. If you're in need of a new mattress, you pick up a mattress at SheetsGiggles.com. Use promo code Zaslow, 20% off your first order. You're never going to have to look anywhere else for your bed sheets. You're going to become just like the Zaslow family, one of over 100,000 Americans who are sleeping on Sheets and Giggles and never turning back. SheetsGiggles.com, promo code Zaslow, SheetsGiggles.com. So let's get into your favorite little basketball team. Now, I had the heat on last night while I was on ESPN Radio. So I'm watching the game while I'm doing the show, doing game night with Emmett Golden. But you had the Panthers, and then shortly after the Panthers ended, you got late night with the heat, which, by the way, I hope everyone was able to find the Panther game last night because even I got fooled where I put the game on. I was like five minutes late for the game. It was like 7.15, and I'm looking at, I can't find, I'm like, oh, damn, today must be a, a, an ESPN Hulu game. And, oh, Zazzle, why are you putting the game on late? Well, I, I could just go to my recordings. I record every Panther and every Heat game. So I first went to my recordings. I don't want to miss five minutes of the game. I don't miss any game. So I, I'm going to hit play from the start, but it wasn't recording. I'm like, oh, damn, the game must be on Hulu. Now that's, see, we could complain about games being on apps, need to have subscriptions, my biggest complaint with that is I can't record the game. You know, if if I'm if I want to watch a lot of times I watch the Panthers and the Heat, I'll watch it an hour or two after it starts. If if the Panthers are on that ESPN Hulu, which happens every now and then, I have to watch it live. And if I don't, that's it. Like there's no rewinding it or there's no recording it. So that's my complaint about these games being on the other apps and not being on your conventional television, you know, or your cable or your your regular streaming service where you can't record. But anyway, so the Heat last night. Now, I told... The Heat are now 9-2 and two since that film session, right? 9-2. and two. They had lost seven games in a row. I heard about the film session where apparently Jimmy Butler stood up, called a bunch of guys out. This team... They love that kind of stuff. They love conflict. And you knew what was going to happen. The next game, I believe it was against Sacramento at home. The next game, yeah, they're going to come out, they're going to win. And since then, 9-2. and two. So they've made up all the games. Remember, they were eight games over 500. They were 24-16 and 16 when, they, when that losing streak started. They lost seven in a row. So, and they, they were a season best eight games over 500. They lost seven in a row, so they blew it. They're now nine and two since then. They were 24 and 23. They're now 33 and 25. Nine and two since the seven game losing skid and that film session. And now they've made up those games. 
and they are back at a season best eight games over 500. And before we look at what happened last night, and I told you before the All-Star break, this is a very tough stretch out of the break. But things do soften up. And so far with this tough stretch, where overall the Heat won five in a row, all, all five on the road, by the way, road warriors, this stretch out of the All-Star break has been a difficult part of the schedule. Heat don't care. We got enough. And at Sacramento, at Portland, before that at New Orleans, two of those three teams are really good. And the team that's terrible is the second night of a back-to-back. And I guess you saw that the Heat came out sluggish last night. There was not a moment you were watching that game where you're like, oh man, we're in trouble. We're down 25-13 late in the first. There there was no moment where you didn't believe in the second half the Heat were going to take over the game. But look at this. The Heat are at Denver tomorrow night's TNT game. That's a tough game, obviously. And and by the way, it, it, it doesn't feel like a finals rematch, you know? I don't know. I, just, I haven't spent a ton of time thinking about that. Certainly, there's no no bad blood. There's there's never any bad blood when the Heat play these teams in the final, except Dallas, because Mark Cuban, fucking crybaby. It doesn't really feel like a finals rematch. But anyway, so tomorrow night, it doesn't matter. This has been a great road trip. And you know what? We know we're going to get to a place this season. Is that place tomorrow night? I don't know. I can't predict the future. But you know we're going to get to a place in this season where the Heat, they're going on a run. Well, right now they won five in a row. And then everyone starts talking about the Miami Heat are coming. I predict if the Heat win tomorrow night in Denver, they'll have won six in a row. They'll have beat the defending champs on the road at the end of a road trip. What would be an undefeated road trip. That will be when everyone starts talking about the Heat. I don't know if they're going to win tomorrow night in Denver, but that would be the time, that would be the game, where everyone starts talking about the Heat. So right now, the Heat are a season best, eight games over 500. Here's what they got coming up after Denver. Look at how the schedule lightens up. Look what they have here for the month of March. At home against Utah. At home against Detroit. At Dallas, that's tough. At Oklahoma City, that's tough. Home against Washington. Home against Denver, that's tough. Now look at this. At Detroit. At Detroit. At Philadelphia. This is a... And they end up closing the month with games hosting Portland. At Washington. This is a stretch where the Heat have a major opportunity to make a ton of games up in the standings. This is where they're going to make their move. They're already making their move. Right now... They're one. They're fifth place. They've jumped all the way up to five. They are one back of New York in the loss column. The Knicks are 35 and 24. The Heat are 33 and 25. Why do we look at the loss column instead of the game's back column? Because the game's back column, the games are uneven. The games are all going to even out by the end. You look at the loss column because you can't make up losses. The Knicks have 24 losses. The Heat have 25 losses. They're one game back of number four New York. Now, would you like to get home court advantage in the first round? Yeah. But I think as long as we're in number five and we don't go any lower, I think we're in good shape. And you can't go, like, if you go to six, you're probably going to face Milwaukee in the first round. The Bucks would be pissing their pants if they had a first-round matchup against the Heat. But if you're a Heat fan, I think what you want, you want that first-round matchup with the Knicks. This would be a slobber knocker, a first-round matchup, Heat and Knicks. And right now, 
you're staring it right in the face. And you know what else? The Celtics would be waiting for you in round two. It's all happening. I literally, I started the show last night. You know, I was talking with Emmett. We were doing a little NBA before the show started. And, uh, and I just said, to him, you know the Heat are going to win the East again, right? I, I mean, like, they're, I, I really believe the Heat are going to win the East again. You know what else I believe? When I'm not on ESPN radio and I'm just chilling at night, I believe there's no better way for me to enjoy a game than with an ice cold Johnny Cuba. And I tell you about it because if you're a listener of Zaslow Show 2.0, you know I want you to enjoy your evenings. I want you to enjoy yourself watching the game. And that's why I recommend the official beer of Zaslow Show 2.0. Muy delicioso Johnny Cuba European roots with that Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. You can pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba for yourself. Your local Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie, Fresco Imas. You know what I'm talking about. Make sure you always drink responsibly. And don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra, stay tranquilo. So last night, the Heat, slow start, slow first half. Second half is all Heat culture. Jimmy Butler leads away with 22 points, 9 assists. Duncan Robinson, 17 points, 5 of 8 from 3. And finally... We get a big performance, especially in the fourth quarter, from Terry Rozier. Rozier, 19 points, 7 for 14 field goals. A huge fourth quarter. Big shot after big shot. Can you believe that Pat Riley was able to trade Kyle Lowry and a contingent draft pick for Terry Rozier? Have you seen what Kyle Lowry looks like in Philadelphia? He is such a bum. He looks like he's busting out that jersey. And the Heat got Terry Rozier in return. It's If the Heat just got DeLon Wright in return, it'd have been a great trade. Instead of Lowry, they have Rozier and DeLon Wright? I mean, who are we kidding here? So the Heat get the 10-point win last night. They won five in a row. They are now fifth in the East. And by the way, once again, Heat Nation, keep talking shit about the Heat fan base. What other fan base... Every building they go to, a Let's Go Heat champ breaks out. Yeah, again last night at Moda Center. Uh, two games before that, took over the New Orleans postgame show. Uh, uh, le- two nights ago in Sacramento, same thing, Let's Go Heat. Every building they go to, we get the Let's Go Heat chance. You know what I'm talking about. So, back at it tomorrow night. It's a national game, TNT only. Heat at the Denver Nuggets. Your Florida Panthers last night. We got the double dip. How you love that. The Heat have been hot. And the Panthers now number one in the entire NHL. I don't want to hear about that President's Trophy jinx. That's bullshit. I don't believe in that kind of stuff. The Florida Panthers are number two. They're number two technically. Sorry. Vancouver played last night and they won. So Vancouver overall in the NHL has 83 points. The Panthers have 82. The Panthers, though, have more wins. And the Canucks have played two more games than the Panthers. But most importantly, the Panthers are number one overall in the Eastern Conference. They're tied with Boston with 82 points. The Panthers have 39 wins compared to Boston's 34. Panthers also have 32 regulation wins compared to Boston's 26. And the Panthers have played 59 games to Boston's 60. So... Look, overall, the Panthers are 39-16-4. The Bruins, the big bad Bruins, what have they ever done? They got AIDS. They're 34-12-14. and 14. 
The, the 14, those are losses. So Boston has 34 wins and 26 losses. Technically, they're 8 over 500. The Panthers have 39 wins and 20 combined losses. The Panthers are 19 games over 500. Panthers are the best team in the East. Now, the Rangers are really awesome, too. They're one back. Panthers are the best team in the East. So the Panthers last night, they're hosting the Buffalo Sabres. Capacity crowd, obviously, at Ameren Bank Arena. Sabres get on the board first. They make it 1-0 on a power play. Then Sam Bennett strikes for his 14th goal of the season. His Montour, who has taken a tremendous step over the last couple of years as a mobile offensive defenseman. Bennett moves in. Scores! A quick snap from Sam Bennett. His 14th of the season. Knocks the game at one. That makes it 1-1. Excellent job there. The Panthers before the end of the first period. Matthew Kachuk gets his 21st goal. Save through traffic. Verhagen. Seam pass. On net. Score! The quick trigger from Kachuk. Off the seam pass on the power play. The Panthers would take that 2-1 lead into the third period. And then they get a 5-on-3. And not just a 5-on-3. They get a 5-on-3 for a full two minutes. You have to take advantage of that. Once again, spins it up high to Montour. Settles down a rolling puck. Plays catch with Reinhardt. Montour, a drive, score! The five on three converted by the Panthers. And of course they do. Brandon Montour makes it 3-1. The Sabres would get another goal shortly after that to make it 3-2. And what a great job by the Panthers at the finish. The Sabres with about the 90-second mark to go. We're trying to pull their goalie. Panthers wouldn't let him. They wouldn't allow him. They kept possession. They kept the puck in the zone. The Sabres were only able to pull the goalie with about 20 seconds remaining. That's not enough time. There was never any real threat. Panthers hang on. They win 3-2. Next up, tomorrow night, they are hosting Montreal. That's right. The Montreal Canadiens are in town tomorrow night. So Panthers and Canadiens it's all happening. We got the double dip tonight. Last night, excuse me, everybody is super excited. And again, speaking of tonight, I will be on ESPN Radio again from 7 to 10 p.m. with the homegirl Amber Wilson. She's the best thing going on ESPN Radio right now, so it's always fun when I get to co-host with her. Hope you guys join us tonight, 7 to 10 p.m., wherever you get your ESPN Radio. All right, one thing I want to get to here that I didn't get to yesterday. There's a lot going on, you know. I didn't get to this yesterday. So, so this is so annoying to me. And I don't know, like I didn't bring it up yesterday because maybe I wanted to avoid it, but, but like I, I, I can't help myself. LeBron just bothers me sometimes, man. Lo- love watching him play. Amazing. But, and, and this isn't a, oh, you're, you're, you know, he burns you in my, no, like I don't feel burned at all. I didn't feel burned then. I, I don't feel burned now. He's not the same guy as he was when he was here. Which, by the way, he signed with the Heat almost 15 years ago. Any, any adult who's the same person as they were uh, in, in their late 30s as they were in their mid-20s, you need to check yourself. Like, it, you, 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 everybody, everybody evolves over that time span. And he's not the same guy. And there's so much about him off the floor that I don't like. And this is an example here. So... LeBron, uh, LeBron's son, Bronny, who, and, and I'm not an expert, 
I barely follow, follow college basketball. But I do know what I know. And Bronny James is not an NBA player. He hasn't been. The reason he's gotten attention, we all know, is because of LeBron. I mean, he's good, good, good. He's a great athlete, obviously. He was a really good high school player. He's not an NBA player. And certainly coming off the bench for a terrible USC team, averaging five points per game, he's not an NBA player. Maybe he will be eventually, but probably not. And recently, ESPN dropped him out of their mock draft. Because, yeah, he's not an NBA player. And the only reason that he would be right now is because he's LeBron's son. So, LeBron tweeted out in response to that. Can you, and he has since deleted this tweet. He tweets out, Can y'all please just let the kid be a kid and enjoy college basketball? The work and results will ultimately do the talking no matter what he decides to do. If y'all don't know, he doesn't care what a mock draft says. He just works. Earned, not given. Now, a couple things. The whole whatever he decides to do, it makes me believe LeBron may be noticing that he's not going to be an NBA player. So if he decides not to come out into the draft and, and he's not in the NBA, it'll be because he decided to do something else. But the whole can you let the kid be a kid, LeBron, you're the one earlier this season that got in front of a microphone, that got in front of cameras when your team was struggling and said that Bronny can start for your team right now easily. Easily. Your words. Including saying easily at the end. Your words. Bronny, unprompted. Bronny can start for the Lakers right now. Easily. You also said Bronny is better than half the players in the league right now. You're the one who said this. Not the media. I mean, understandably, anytime you have a chance to blame the media, you gotta do it. But you're the one who decided to tell everybody that Bronny is good enough, not just for the NBA right now, but good enough to start on the Lakers right now. When the fact of the matter is, he's not, he's not even good enough for college basketball. And he's definitely not an NBA player. When I say he's not good enough for college basketball, I mean like he's not good enough to, to, to be a starter for college basketball, let alone for the Los Angeles Lakers. <clears throat> and the whole earned not given, look, that's bullshit. Because if Bronny James is in the NBA, it will be because it was given. It will not be because it was earned. Bronny James, someone will wind up taking a flyer on Bronny James because LeBron, again, LeBron putting the spotlight on the sun, not the other way around, when LeBron says it is his dream to play in the NBA next to his son. Well, guess what? LeBron could be a free agent this offseason. Also, guess what? His son is eligible for the NBA draft this offseason. LeBron, you started this. You started it. And if a team were to take a flyer on Bronny James. It will not be earned, not given. It will 1,000% be given, not earned. It would be the only reason a team drafts him is because you, LeBron, you said you want to play with him. So a team would take a flyer on him with the hope, with the off chance 
that LeBron is going to stick to his word and go sign with the team that drafted Bronny. So, as far as the media not allowing the kid to be a kid, the media didn't go up there and say, Bronny can start on the Lakers right now easily. Media didn't say that. You did. You did. The media did not say that Bronny James is better than half the players in the league right now. You did. The media did not say that they'd like to see LeBron play with Bronny. You did. You're the free agent this year. He's the one eligible for the NBA. Not the media. You and Bronny. Give me a break. This is the kind of stuff that really bothers me about LeBron. LeBron, you created this. You did. And of course, which is the move for so many of these guys, he then deleted the tweet. Now, I don't know why he deleted the tweet. It obviously still lives somewhere. It's why everyone is still reading it right now, like I just did. I don't know why he deleted it, but like usual, these guys, they love deleting the tweets. And LeBron deleted the tweet. But LeBron, you created this entire deal. Nobody else. You did. And I understand you're trying to be a good father and trying to protect your son. That makes all the sense in the world. LeBron, you created this attention around your son and the NBA. No one else. You did. Tell you what I'm doing. Tell you what what attention I'm creating. And that's for North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. That's right. If you're thinking about getting yourself a new car, I want to make sure you get taken care of. That's right. Not because I'm your father. No, because I love when you get a great deal. And there's all kinds of love at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru this month of February with all kinds of incredible offers on all new Subarus in stock as well as every pre-owned vehicle on their lot. You head to North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. It's that brand new state-of-the-art facility on North Andrews Avenue. You can see it from I-95 at the Cypress Creek Road exit. If you want a relaxed indoor car shopping experience or you want to have your vehicle serviced, you're going to be treated like royalty at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. Did you know, North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, they service all makes and models. So whatever car you're currently driving, you can get service with confidence at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. And with an extensive new and pre-owned Subaru inventory, plus used cars, trucks, SUVs of every make and model, you're sure to find your next vehicle at North Fort Lauderdale Subaru. NFLSubaru.com. You can check out their inventory right now from the comfort of your own home. NFLSubaru.com, North Fort Lauderdale Subaru, the location you know with an experience you'll love. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. So, speaking about creating an issue of your own and never taking any kind of responsibility or accountability, Cheryl Swoops, all-time great WNBA player, Cheryl Swoops, was once again on the Gilbert Arena show, Gil's Arena, right? Which, I mean... Gilbert's pretty wacky. He says some wild things. But that show sucks. And the reason that show sucks is because, and this is another instance of it, those guys all sit around. Somebody will say something, they all agree. Everybody agrees with what everybody says, even when you say things that are factually incorrect. Here's Cheryl Swoops. This is her first time back on the show since she created a whole hullabaloo over her comments about Caitlyn Clark. It just really bothers me, though, when... When people just take bits and pieces of what they want to take and they don't listen to everything and you don't hear everything. Because I do remember me saying that 
Caitlin, to me, could be the best college shooter I've ever seen, right? Um, so I don't. I don't have any hard feelings towards Caitlyn. All right. I've had enough of Cheryl Swoops. I mean, it's like, it's enough already. You're allowed to have whatever opinion you want. If you think that Caitlin Clark is not going to translate to the WNBA, fine. If you think she's not the best player in collegiate basketball history, fine. If you think that she's uh, uh, not the face of college basketball, fine. Those are opinions. Cheryl. Nobody got mad at you because apparently you were being racist when it comes to Caitlin Clark. People got mad at you because you're not allowed to make up your own facts. You're allowed to have opinions. You're not allowed to make up your own facts. And when Cheryl Swoop sits there on Gil's Arena and all those dopes are not in their head, yes, and nobody disagrees or comes back and something like, hey, you know what, Cheryl, you're saying Caitlin Clark is 25 years old. She's not, she's 22. You're saying Caitlin Clark... The record that she's going to pass Kelsey Plume, it shouldn't hold up because she's doing it in her fifth year and Kelsey Plume is only in her fourth year. No, Caitlin Clark is also in her fourth year and she's only 22, not 25. When you say that Caitlin Clark is doing it shooting 40 times a game and she averages 19, no, you're factually incorrect, Cheryl Swoops. You have the right to your own opinion. You do not have the right to your own facts. And then you kept double downing on social media just refusing to admit that you were wrong. Not your opinion was wrong. You were factually wrong. Enough already, Cheryl Swoops. Go away. This is not a big deal. Get lost. Big deal or not a big deal? Ah, a pro wrestling death. Virgil. Real name, Mike Jones, but Virgil, the million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase's famed bodyguard, passes away. He had some. T- he was dealing with health issues for a while now. That's a shame. Uh, So that's a big deal. Our guy Virgil, rest in peace. Big deal or not a big deal? Christopher Mad Dog Russo, every Wednesday, he is on first take. It's the best day of the week for first take. And he brings up there talking about the Pelicans. And I never knew that. I never realized this until Dog pointed out how much Jonas Valanciunas looks like Travis Kelsey. But the Pelicans got a lot of players. I mean, I two big offensive players. The kid Murphy can shoot. McCallum didn't even play. Mm-hmm. They can play some defense if they have to. Like the him. Travis Kelsey lookalike and Vashalunas. Let's right. throw him in there, too. Yeah. And I'll let Wendy take over. He's the, <laughs> he is the Travis Kelsey lookalike. They're they, 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 they brothers. They, 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 they look, look exactly like him. <laughs> never, and Alan Hahn said that. that. Well, I've been saying it, it for Taylor years. No, it was Hahn who said so. I get their parents together, and we got we got to investigate that tree. They look like straight brothers. Unbelievable how they look alike. I'll let Wendy. I'll let Wendy. Yeah, I'm, I'm going big deal. That's an excellent job out of Dog pointing that out. I was not aware, neither was Brian Wintors. Stephen A. Smith seemed to know. I had no idea. I'm going big deal. And finally, big deal or not a big deal, we heard earlier the call, the radio call from the Cleveland Cavaliers with Max Struess. Amazing finish last night. Beyond half-court buzzer beater against the Mavericks. But what does the flip side sound like? What did Dallas Mavericks TV Sound like Cleveland will take the ball out of bounds. I love this game. <laughs> love it a lot more if they make a shot here. Deflection and Luca comes away with it. Six seconds, five seconds underneath Washington. Two point six to go. They're out of timeouts. Dallas leads by one. Mobley, Struce, Haheem. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! Max Struce, I don't believe it. They gotta review it. 
I'm going big deal. Uh, it's a great call. It's a brutal spot to be in. You're, you're the you're the other team's announced crew. When when you lose in, I mean, just stunning fashion like that. I'm going big deal. And uh, of course, it's always f the Mavericks. And that right there is another addition. A big deal. Not a big deal. Yes. All right. Excellent job, everybody. Make sure you catch me again tonight. ESPN Radio, 7 to 10 p.m. with Amber Wilson. Today's show brought to you in part by Bet Online. Thanks, everybody, who helped put together a great show. Your work behind the scenes. It never goes unnoticed. I love you a long time. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 tomorrow. You know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.